Oh. Oh, hi. Woo. Well, just uh, catching quick 40 there, because you know what? It's World Sleep Day. Yes, indeed it is. What is World Sleep Day? I had to ask the same question. So I looked it up. I checked on the interwebs. What, did it, what is it? World Sleep Day. If you look it up, it actually comes up as World Sleep Day registered trademark. It's a registered trademark. It is designed to raise awareness of sleep as a human privilege that is often compromised by the habits of modern life. Oh, my goodness, is that not the truth? Compromised by the habits of modern life. Remember back when you were younger and sleep was just a thing that you did? Where it just you were like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. And you just slept and then you got back up. And then as you get older, and this is, I'm telling you the truth. It, what is the thing about not being able to sleep past a certain time? Like, it doesn't matter what time I stay up to now. I'm still getting up at 7, 7.30. doesn't matter. And that seems to be retreating. That clock seems to be moving back. I think my dad gets up at like 5 a.m., doesn't matter, every day. I don't think he can sleep past that time. I, what is it that goes on in our bodies that makes that happen to us? Meanwhile, I'll tell you another thing that I suffer from. I got the Jimmy leg. No word. I, I know. It's a joke. You think it's a Seinfeld bit, the Jimmy leg. It's actually called restless leg syndrome. And it's believed that up to 10% of adults in the United States, at least, suffer from RLS. That's according to research published in the Journal of Archives of Internal Medicine. So I'm not alone with the Jimmy leg. Trying to go to sleep. Can't do it. I can't sleep. I can't sleep in. What's going on? What's happening? Let's get it all solved. Oh, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Amanda Jusen, who's a sleep expert. Amanda, how are you? Are you getting uh, getting good sleep? <laughs> Everyone asks me this, and I feel like it's such a disappointing answer because I do. I love sleep. <laughs> I am a great sleeper. It's why I do this work, uh, and I really prioritize it. So, yes, I know that's very disappointing, but yes. I'm rested. <laughs> oh, so like how many hours are we talking? Um, my sweet spot is probably between seven and eight hours a night. Um, okay. But it's going to be a little bit different for people. Uh, you're going to have most experts would agree that most adults need between seven and nine hours. You are definitely going to hear of people on the lower end of that needing six hours. You're going to hear people, uh, usually high performance athletes, uh, needing up to 10, 11 hours of sleep. Um, so there is a range, but most of us need between seven and eight. How about high performance news anchors? Because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm clocking in around five right now. Well, you know, uh, there, yeah, that would probably be too little sleep. Um, and you might feel sluggish during the day. Um, you might feel a little bit tired. Uh, it, uh, well, I was interested in you talking about your restless leg syndrome. Did, did you have a sleep study to diagnose that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. did the full sleep study, and that thing is, that's an experience. Yeah, uh, and here's here's my advice on sleep uh, sleeping, Amanda. Here's my number one advice, and that is don't get older. If you can stop that, I think you're well on your way. But realistically, like yes, I I've had that. And, and what's what's? Do you have any 
Any advice on the RLS? I know there's, I'm not the only one. No, you're not. Well, I think my advice was that you should be uh, having a proper sleep study done with a medical professional. That's going to be step one. Your doctor is going to give you the best advice on that. I think, you know, I want to talk about this because I think a lot of people wake up feeling sluggish, tired, and they're not doing that step two that you did, which is to go and get a sleep study done. Um, And so often people just feel really tired. Um, I'm really interested in the idea of sleep apnea. That is a really underdiagnosed sleep condition. And it's really easy to fix. And I got it. You you have that as well. Oh, I got it. Well, I mean, yeah, I I mean, I am not your doctor. I'm not going to give you advice, but I would do a little circle back to your doc about some um, uh, advice around, you know, potentially a CPAP machine. Oh, no, I sleep with a hose on my nose every night. It's uh, ridiculous. (laughs) It's just like you want to kill romance, just stick a nose on your face and try and go to sleep. Hey, honey, it's just fantastic. Well, you know, there's a great book um, by uh, a sleep researcher called uh, William Dement, which I always kind of chuckle. It's like the most hilarious name for a sleep researcher. Like, Dement is your last name. It's like, haunt your dreams. But he, he has a book called The Promise of Sleep. And he really discusses sleep apnea and sleep disorders going underdiagnosed and resulting in mimicking heart issues, breathing issues, respiratory issues. Um, we we know that there are significant impacts to immunity, which is especially important in a COVID-19 world. We know that a lack of sleep is also, it affects your vaccine efficacy. We know that for the flu really? vaccine. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're looking at um, how the number of hours of sleep, uh, how you respond, the, the human body responds to the flu vaccine after, and we know that it's not as effective on less hours of sleep. So sleep really is uh, truly as important as drinking water, eating food, and we we just don't give it the uh, priority um, and the reverence it really deserves in keeping our bodies healthy. I'm speaking with Amanda Jusen, who's a sleep expert, and I've taken up so much of our time just talking about my own issues, but... I, can we, we just? It's my show. Whatever. Uh, can we just? Can we just leave it then with with some some advice? And I, I started the segment by defining World yeah. Sleep Day is that yeah. you know the sleep is compromised by the habits of modern life. Maybe you can just quickly address that and give some advice to people. Uh, absolutely. Um, I know that this gets repeated over and over, but it can't be repeated enough. Screens. Netflix, screens in your room, any blue light in your room, we need to ditch it. If you have a humidifier in your room with any blue uh, ambient light that will affect your melatonin production, it will affect the quality of your sleep. You need to make sure that you are scheduling your sleep. So on weekends, you're going to wake up and go to bed at the exact same time as you do every other day. You need to get outside during the day. You need to go outside. You need to get sunshine in your eyeballs to tell your body, I am awake during the the daytime. And so your body is producing the right hormones for you to have a great sleep at night. Uh, Meditate and relax before bed. Write in your journal. Do whatever you need to do to take off the stressors of your day. If you're doing those basic things, you will absolutely have a better quality of sleep, no doubt. 
Amanda, some great advice there. Uh, Doug Ford, uh, Doug Ford, Premier of the province, uh, are you ready to get 40 winks? Bing, bang, boom, you're done. Oh, that's fantastic. That's Doug Ford. Amanda, appreciate you being with us. (laughs) Please take care and thank you so much for all your great advice. Thank you. Have a great sleep. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish it was that easy.